Good Enough would like to wish all our listeners a very happy, safe Father's Day. Enjoy. <clears throat> all right, beatbox. Welcome back to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. I'm your host, Stefano Sanzo. You are my listeners. And if you're a listener, if you're a supporter, I call you uh, a little group I like to call the Good Few. You are part of the Good Few. And I appreciate you a lot. I really do. Good Enough is brought to you in part by Dead Ass Crystals. With everything weighing us down in the world, energy is more important than ever. Are you feeling bogged down, tired, mad, or anxious? Whether you're dealing with relationship issues, feeling stuck, having trouble sleeping, or needing to bring in more prosperity, it's time for you to sit on a crystal today. With a variety of crystals for all of your ailments or needs, we have something in stock catered to all of your emotional shit. Visit sitonacrystal.com today. Thank you very much, Dead Ass Crystals. Your support is incredible. And all the support for this show is incredible. I appreciate you guys a lot. I'm getting some sales on these water bottles, and I haven't even like put them on a website or anything like that yet because I don't have the inventory to do it. But people are reaching out. People are, we're, we're, we're selling some bottles, and we're getting the uh, bottles. Oh, I have, I have a camera today. I'll show you one of the bottles. That's what they look like. Good enough. It's got the logo on there. Uh, they're pretty sweet. Um, comparable to like a Hydro Flask. They're really cool. I'm not just going to keep pushing my merch on you guys. You know it's there. But uh, things are cool. Uh, TikTok. TikTok is a thing. It's happening. I am uh, blowing up on there, and it's really bizarre to me. Uh, I still think the app is probably Chinese spyware, but... Um, it's an avenue for me to grow my platform. I could plug the podcast on there, so I'm eventually going to hopefully hopefully have another avenue to get some listeners, but it's pretty cool, man. So I went from I posted this video of me in the woods running, there's a ba- the baby stroller. It's a whole thing. You could go on the TikTok and look. But uh it 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 went from like I posted it and then like I looked back at it and there was like 93,000 views in like a day. And, uh, at this point of recording, it's at a million and a half views. Like what the fuck? That's crazy. And then I went from having like, I don't know, like a few dozen followers. Now I'm in the five thousands over 5,000 people following me on there. And they're all chicks. They're all like, they're all like middle-aged moms or like, uh, middle school girls. I don't know why I appeal to that specific, those two specific demographics, but, uh, I, I guess I do, but that's pretty cool. So go follow me on there. I get, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's also at the same time being that I am addicted to social media. I'm like, this is probably going to be really bad for my mental health, but, uh, I don't know. We're just going to ride this, ride this train and see what happens. I'm having fun for now, but I'm sure it's going to affect me negatively. Um, yeah, I'm actually positive of that. But, uh, so getting to today's episode, um, holy shit. Uh, I had my father on. So, ha- uh, uh, Happy Father's Day, everybody. Dropping this on Father's Day. Um, Goddamn. Th- this was a very cool experience. I learned a lot of cool stuff. Um, I didn't really prep him much. I didn't prep him at all, really. I just wanted to have him in. And and I, this was a lot of... I just wanted to, him to see what I do, what this little side project I'm, I'm doing is. He's been... He's so supportive. He's been to my comedy shows. He's been to... I mean, so is my mother. But, like, this this episode is about my dad. But, like, they, they've been to comedy shows. They've been to plays. They've always supported, you know, more more... I couldn't ask for anything else out of my parents. Like they, 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 they've been so good to me and I, I wanted my father to become part of this thing. I wanted to interview him the same way I would interview any guest really. Um, obviously not exactly the same because he made me, but yeah, we, you know, we had that connection, but it was really cool to ask these kind of questions. So I don't really ever ask my father questions. He just talks, he just talks and talks and talks. You never have to ask him a question. He just monologues and you don't need, uh, you don't need, he doesn't need any prompts to talk. So it was interesting to just, have a guided conversation with them and uh, peel back his mind a little bit. And it was just cool. I, I, I want you guys to see where I come from. I, I want you guys to see, maybe you could start to put together what kind of a weird personality I have based on who I came from. He didn't put it all out there. He wasn't the same guy that he is with in, in private, but he was a pretty good, this was a pretty good representation of Vito. 
And I'm really happy to bring this episode to you guys. Uh, and it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be a really interesting listen, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to do it and maybe I'll have him back again. I think next time, uh, we should just get drunk together. That would be, that would be a real fun episode, but, uh, I'm going to let you guys get to it. Uh, episode 34 with Vito Sanzo. I can't even believe I'm saying that out loud. We will see you guys next week. I love you. I love you. And oh, what was I wasn't going to say, right. I love you. Bye. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs. So I wrote this one. We're not the best, but we're good enough. Let's start the podcast now. It's good enough. Hey, Stefano. I sent you the the, the text last night with uh, those uh, big fish. You don't get it. <laughs> I uh, I'm not sure you actually sent it to me, but by a lot of times you fuck up texts. So you might have sent it to a brother or maybe one of my brothers was a friend. But you did show me the fish. They were pretty goddamn big. Um, by the way, you can swear on this, Papa, if you want to swear. I know you like using colorful mm, language. Uh-huh. But uh, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who's listening who the hell you are? I'm a Vero Senso. I'm Stefan Dodd. That's my pops, everybody. I'm uh, I'm really excited to have him on. He knows that I do, do this thing, but he has no idea what it is. And uh, I wanted you guys to get a taste of where I came from. Eventually, I'd like to have my mother on here, too, but that's a separate episode for another day. Uh, keep the mic close to you, Papa. But, uh, Papa, I ask all my guests, and I know it's going to be an interesting answer from you because you're kind of the guy I learned how to be passionate uh about life and do things. So what makes you happy, Papa? And making me happy, life and make you happy. What I do, I'm retired now. I got three kids. You one. I'm one of them, right? <laughs> and uh, everything's fine. Everything's good. I'm happy. I'm retired now. I go fishing and hunting. Tell, tell us about that, Papa. You, so not a lot of, I feel like not a lot of Italian immigrants come to this country and wind up being a master hunter, a master fisherman. How the hell did you get into hunting? Well, we started with uh, one guy uh, uh, 40 years ago. He said, let's go hunt. And then my brother. Who was this guy 40 years ago? Uh, it was Jim. Some, some guy is not running. He's dead now. Uh-huh. He was older. And then uh, my brother, he said, oh, it sounds good. Let's do it. We went ourselves to get a license. We got a license. We started hunting with a shotgun. And then after that, we got a little more... Uh, we want to do a little more, and then uh, we want to hunt with a bow. I told her with a bow in there, it'd be like, oh, geez, it's, I'm not going to be an Indian <laughs> to shoot a deer with a bow. <laughs> and I said, okay, let's do it. So at first you thought it was like, you're like, I don't know uh, if this is for me. It sounds a little silly. No, it was like. Uh, you were hesitant to, to go bow hunting. You, you were having I fun with the gun. I want but I, I thought maybe it's not going to happen. So then we started. We ruined a lot of arrows. Ruined a lot of arrows. So you were missing. Oh. You were missing. Tar- you were missing oh, deer. <laughs> big time. Started one a bow. Then I got a better one, and then I got a better one, and then I started to get better. Then I. Uh, okay. Where did you, when did you start getting good with the bow? Because I after three years I already got three I'm years. Because because my whole life you've been like Robin Hood. I never knew you to miss a shot. I never knew you to I was be a beginner. Okay, so there was. After three years, I, I shot my first deer. Then I, I, I believe it. Then I got a real into. I got it was six point when I got. Mm-hmm. And then I started making my own arrow. And uh, in fact, talking to the mic. Then I started uh, get a very serious. Uh, by the chef and make my own arrow, do all that and uh, shoot her from the, like shooting my back, mm-hmm. my target. Yeah. I, I, I oh, make, shooting targets in your backyard. That's what. So no, no. In my back, me, I just turn it too. With what? Like that. Just turn it. You turn over your back with a bow and arrow? You see me. Draw like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see me. Yeah. But uh, then uh, it happened to become good. But now everybody, they are on a crossbow. But still, I'm I'm on a bow and arrow. That's pretty impressive, actually, because you're, how old are you now, Baba? 66. I gotta be 67 soon. You're gonna be 67 soon. And a lot of guys your age, they probably give up on the bow and arrow. But you, you like the challenge, right? <clears throat> I like the challenge. I like to climb the tree. I still I can do it until I could. I'm going to do it. 
for uh, for my listeners who don't know, yeah, you could you could ba- now in Connecticut you could use a crossbow uh, during bow season, which honestly is kind of like cheating, no, Papa? Oh yeah, it's I'm, it's practically I, a rifle. I don't I don't believe in a crossbow. No, no, you don't think no, you'll you don't no, think no. you'll ever use it. I mean, eventually, no, eventually no. when you can't draw, maybe, but maybe another fifteen years. Fifteen years, God damn. Wanna be maybe ninety? Yeah. I think you'll still be shooting the bow at 90, man. You kick ass for your age. This the shit that I I was saying the other day that the shit that I see you do at 67, I don't know a lot of guys who are 30 years old would even bother with it, you know, know. the way that you stay busy. And I I see a lot of that myself a lot of that uh in myself. Like I I see that that to drive to just keep on doing things, always always stay busy. Like you can't you can't stop, right? No, I can't stop. Thank you, Stefan. You said the right word. Yeah. That's that's what it is. (laughs) Uh, can't right stop. Word. Yeah. If I stop, either uh, I go lay down, I'm going to go sleep, I get up in the morning, every morning. And you do it again. Three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, whatever. I went to fish yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went to Clinton. Mm-hmm. I'm up since two two o'clock. Because yeah. I can't wait. It looks like some, it's like I never fished before. It was a trip this year, my first trip. It was very exciting. Yeah. I got up, I went over there. I was the first guy. There were 22 people. I'm the first guy over there. And everyone's probably younger than you too, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of young. young. Yeah. And you're just, you, you're just killing them, right? The fish? No, everybody killed them. Everybody, uh, okay. everybody did it good. Yeah. Everybody did it good. Yeah. But you, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that you're still so passionate about it. You, still, you, you talk about fishing like you discovered fishing yesterday. Yeah, like yesterday morning was like uh, my first time to go fishing. I was like a kid. You really? I, I was excited. I want to go fishing. Yeah. So it was a beautiful, beautiful day. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, growing up in Italy, coming to here. Uh, what? Uh, so, so you arrived in Bridgeport, right? I lived in Bridgeport for uh, uh, probably six years. Bridgeport. Yeah. What was Bridgeport like when you got there? Was it the same as it looks today? Uh, it's a little different. Yeah, it's an, it was it was a way better before. It was way better, really. Oh yeah. Back in. Um, in uh, 1971, uh, yeah, it, it was nice. I was living French free. Yeah, we a good nap world. It was it was real nice. Now it's not the same. Yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm, I'm glad we didn't grow up there. To be honest, uh, and I bought a house over there. So then uh, I moved on to Shelton. Yeah, um, give me some. Do you have any good hunting stories or that you want to share? Uh, uh old ones. My hunting story, I need a book. You need a book? Start yeah. writing the book today. I want to hear some. I've heard them all my life. None of my listeners have ever heard one. I've uh, heard them. I want to hear. I want you to put some out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, uh, do one. I started with the uh, one I have Hilario with me. I used to cut a deer for people. So we finished up at 1 o'clock in the morning. Used to cut, all right, so cut deer. You used to butcher deer, butcher for, deer people. for people. So for side money, my father, uh, among many things, he's a master mason, a master carpenter, a master, you name it. But uh, he's also a master butcher, and he used to do it, uh, do it professionally on the side uh, for people who would shoot deer but couldn't, uh, didn't know how to field dre- uh, gut them or clean them or butcher them himself. He would do it with his family. My my job was skin it and bring it to the table. Everybody has to do the job. But then at the day, we finish up at 1 o'clock in the morning and a Saturday, and I got to take Hilario to hunt. Mm-hmm. These I remember. I'm never going to forget. So we went uh, a Sharon. I had a pleasant Sharon. I don't have the place anymore. So I put Hilario in a, in, a, in a spot. I give him my tree stand. Hilario was my oldest brother. My, yeah. And uh, I say, Hilario, okay, I'm going to... I go I stand I'm not gonna open a tree stand I'm gonna be in the ground because I like I need I dry an hour and a half so it's like I'm kind of like a little sleepy so mm-hmm. I'm gonna relax I say you do your thing and be careful so we split like uh, 40 hundred yards apart mm-hmm. and I just uh, we usually we're not talking a word one is single that time when I have the phone we had a walking talkie but walkie talkie, right? I had a work talkie, mm-hmm. uh, and I, 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 I said, "Ah, it's like I'm a little sleepy." But seven, seven, quarter after seven, I just hear a boom. <laughs> so I get up because my son was only hundred hundred yards away from me. I didn't have to even use the work talkie. 
because they were like, uh, the hunter run. Mm -hmm. So I get up, I look at my son, and my son is turning, he look at me, he just went with a tongue. Thumbs it's, down? It's done. Yeah. The dead is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sat there. Uh -huh. That's the, that one I, I remember. Then the other one, a good one, I remember when I was with you, turkey hunting. Oh, this is a good story. Uh, what, let no. me tell some of it too. Yeah, why do you take the first? Why I give you the gun and say what? This oh is, shit! There's two this, two good turkey hunting stories. Okay, two. So you <laughs> wow, we got a few, three three times. You shoot a gun. <laughs> it's only I don't want to say the word. Papa, you could swear. I swear all the time on this. Oh, it's holy shit! Papa, he pull you back. So I I was guys. I was 12 years old. This was the first time I ever shot a gun. Uh, my father gave me this fucking cannon of a shotgun. <laughs> I what 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 shotgun was it? There was a. Uh, 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 11, uh, no, what the hell it was? Not 11, the Browning. No, no, it was, uh, uh Remington. Remington. Okay. Pump. pump. Remington Pump. This was the first time I ever. I'll give you number six shot. Yeah. Light shot. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I ever shot a gun, I had no idea what it was going to be like. I wasn't shooting at anything. It was just shooting a gun to know what shooting a gun felt like. A and target. I was yeah. about, I, I think I was 12 years old, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe 11, something like that. I pulled this gun and. To this day, I've never had something shock my body the same way. I don't know what it was about the gun. Maybe I just wasn't prepared and never done something like it. But like my my arms, my head, my legs, my entire body was just shaking. It absorbed that shot in the worst pace possible. I, I had to hand my father the shotgun. And I was just like, holy shit. I could barely stand. That yeah. thing almost knocked me down. I know. I warn you, though. Anyway, and the other one, when we went to turkey hunting. Yep, yep. And I look at, we had a turkey gobbling and he stay in a tree. He don't want to come down. So what's, what's wrong? The, the turkey don't want to come down. That's, that's something's not right. And finally, after half an hour, a bobcat slowly crawling. It slowly crawling. It's in the front step. No. Let me tell my, I'll let you finish. I just want, want them to hear my point of view. I so my father's about thirty yards to my left, and I we're both overlooking this same like trench, the same little like cliff in the woods, and yeah, I'm looking left, I'm looking right, I see nothing. Looking left, looking right, I see nothing. I'm eleven years old, shotgun in my lap, sitting down. Then I look right again, and all of a sudden, oh, I was fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. God, I feel no, not twelve. I was about twelve. Yeah. I was young. Yeah, twelve. Um, yeah. and I I look over at this. Uh, I, I I turn again and I look at a stump, and I'm talking like. 12 feet away 13 feet away from my face there's a bobcat staring right at me so my father i don't know if you remember papa you think i don't see it or something you're going Stefano. i'm ready with a gun of course you're ready you're watching Jesus your son Christ. in a bobcat like this thing was big enough to fuck me up. You. you were there that thing was big enough i don't to fuck. want to shoot the animal but yeah you that th it was big enough to fuck me up right you oh, saw it it was big it was a full-grown bobcat and it's 40 pounds. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a kid. I mean, I may have been a fat, big fat kid, but I was a kid nonetheless. So like and we're also we're a cat loving family. So like this is a pretty this is a catch 22 for us both cuz it's like it's beautiful. You love to see the cat, but like there's a chance we have to shoot this cat, you know, to shoot this bobcat. If like, it attack you. Yeah, of course. If, that, if that thing made the wrong move, you know, yeah. you would have lit it up. But uh so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's it. And then uh, the the bobcat realized uh, their danger. He took off, and finally the freaking turkey. He took off too. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I remember? Went, yeah. Was, blah, 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 blah. So that 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 bobcat was probably a, around for a couple hours, and we just didn't see him. Those, and the, and the turkey. That's saw the thing. The, the bobcat when it showed up, it didn't make a fucking noise. No. When no. It, it was just there, it was ten feet in front of my face. We had the whole open woods. There's there. That's the thing. That's what scared me the most. That thing was stalking me. The bobcat didn't make a noise. They are quiet. the perfect hunter. The oh, perfect yeah. hunter, nothing. Hundred percent. Nothing. Not uh, cats in general. The perfect hunter. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Uh, remember our cat Aldo. I know. But I remember one time I watched him stalk a chipmunk the same way, like a tiger. Stalk, stalk, stalk. He 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 was stalking this thing for like a minute or two, and he was about to make the pounce, and then a hawk came out of nowhere, flew down and grabbed the chipmunk and flew away. Aldo was so pissed. <laughs> I know. But I have a lot. This year I have another one. Uh, same story almost. I'm I'm said I'm a call the turkey. Uh, the time is coming, gobbling, uh, having a decoy, everything. Decoy, yeah. The decoy, all at once, it, uh, the time is take off. A tom is a a tom is a male turkey. Everybody. Yeah. So he take off. Terms. I said, what the heck? 
in no way picking me up because I got a blind in front of me. Mm-hmm. He took off. I said, something is spooking. Maybe coyote, maybe babke. Then I heard a little noise in the back of me. And my gun, it's like I'm uh, Amsterdam in a chair with a, my blind in the front. My gun is front of my leg, on uh, the top of my leg. And I heard a little light noise in the back. What I do, first thing I do, just grab my gun and look on the left. I got a bobcat eight feet away. Holy shit. It take off like a jet. <laughs> I mean, you, I don't believe how fast he went. Yeah. Yeah. He was shocked. He never, I guess he, he can see them move, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have, you see some bears out there too, right? Oh, yeah. They see bear. They're coming. They're, they're showing up more in Connecticut. Yeah, we get rabbit sea beer. I saw three, four beer this year. But that's it. It's a uh, story of hunting, if you forget about it. Be sure some big buck. I've been, I have uh, uh, shot at this big buck, 10 point, uh, seven, seven, eight years ago. I know it's there. Uh, I see the sign. I keep on going. Oh, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow be the day. Yeah, I keep on going. Tomorrow be the day. Fourteen days I hunt for. The, I pass a lot of deer, but I hunt fourteen days for for this buck. And finally, one morning, just by sunrise, I look to the left. I see that big rock in the wood. It come come across. I I started checking. I said myself, "Oh, thinking about a duck. This one I got excited. I said, it's a duck. It's a duck." So finally I come down and I'll be able to draw my bow. He come across, you know, stop. He was moving. I just went and bah, draw and nail it. I see drop it. Wow. How, yeah. how far was the shot? Uh, that was 42 yards. That was with the bow? With the bow, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, but Bob, this is, uh, I'm releasing this episode for Father's Day. And uh, what, what was it like raising three, uh, us three boys? What are, some, what are some fun moments as a dad you had? Fun, fun, just like some memories of being our pops. You know, you got you got three. We have all the fun. I had a fun with everybody. I take them ice fishing. I remember when I take you, you were two. I put you on a sled. My sled going to tap the ice. I bring you in, uh, inside the uh, 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 my my um, what I keep in my what I keep in my. All of my gear, you were inside. I remember you had a peanut butter and jelly. And I want to take you. I said, oh, I don't want to go in deep water. I want to go shallow water. So the ice was only like four inch. Mm-hmm. So we fall in over here and I worry about it. It's only like three feet water. Yeah. But when we happened to be next to the stream. Right next to the uh, stream, it was fit. And there was a hunter upset from us far away. We don't get nothing. Soon I put a Stephen over there. Keep a pole on the hand. Uh, he's from the box. He catch, we catch 10 fish. <laughs> the guys come back. He see us. What the hell have you done? You son and you, you catch 10 fish. I don't got nothing on the other side. Oh, well, he got a two trial. Mm-hmm. You remember? You oh, remember, I, no, no, I, well, remember. there's the news. Was that the news article one? Oh, no. That, the other one, it was another time. Okay. Yeah, no. No, I do have a lot of memories of ice fishing when I was a kid. That one, I think I was a little... Uh, two years old, I don't know if I would have any memories no, of it. No, you're not going to remember. But, but you, you were to catch fish. You were to eat a peanut butter uh, sandwich. Uh, you were to catch the fish right off the box. Like no, you are on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you guys ever been ice fishing, yeah, people will take all their, their gear out. And you, ma- you make all your own gear, right? The... Uh, the like the boxes and things yeah, that you take box, out the sleds. Yeah, my box, my sled. I get it from uh, from the ski. You yeah. love making shit, huh? Yeah. You, I, you. That's I get that from you too. You'd rather if you look up if you look up something. You'd if you know if you're able to make it rather than buy it. You'd rather make it, right? Yeah. Like yesterday, I got fishing. There were there were twenty two people fishing. Mm-hmm. My gear and my brother gear, only one. It's that one. I make it. Me yeah. and my brother, we had the same gear. Nobody else have the gear I have. I have me and my brother. So that's part of it. You like being unique. You I like, like being different. I, I like to make it. I, want, I like to uh, always tinker. No, I see you uh, in the backyard and your in your workshop, whatever it is. You and any any chance you get, you're always making something. Very uh, very creative. I mean, I know you're a hard worker, but you're also very creative. You love to create stuff. Yeah, I love to. Uh, when I make something, it's like, all right. I did it. You like it's again back to like you like the challenge. Like that one yeah. time, uh, that was another time you wound up in the paper. 
when there was the ice was way t- was way too dangerous to fish on. Oh, unbelievable! What's only one inch? So for for those of you guys that don't know, you 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 aren't ice fishermen, but like you want a solid at least three to four uh, inches. No, two right? inches in, two is good. Two inches is where uh, it starts li- to be safe. Li- lightweight. Yeah. If you are a four hundred pounds, you need a four inch. Right. At that time, I was like. Uh, only 140 pounds, so yeah. I, I can go ninja and a half ice, no problem. So what'd you do? Well, what I did, uh, create uh, uh, like a head of plank, then I have uh, to go on the top, then I have another extension of plank, it can go like 12 feet, I cross it, this way the way to go even, then I, I made a tool, like I wanna mix the cement, and I break the ice in the front, so I'm already good 15, 20 feet away from shore. Yeah. And then with the 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 fishing pole I was using for salt water, <laughs> I had on it, and I'm jig from over there, and I want to catch fish. That's and crazy. And I, I was on a pepper. That's, <laughs> That's cra- crazy. Yeah, because no one would do that. It's no. not It's not a good, safe idea. No, it's safe. But you made it safe. That way I did it. Right. Because you do go fifteen feet, the weight the weight is spray like yeah you uh, you, re- you distributed the weight that's what they ev- call it ev- every feet is like uh, uh, five pound yeah and now you try to step you break mm-hmm. you go through even if it uh, happened no I, what I was fishing was like eight feet water yeah yeah but I was seven hundred percent. So do you get that that one in a built make stuff all the time make it on your own you get that that comes back from the old country right yeah you, you, from from where you guys grew up in uh, Italy where we grew up in Italy we we don't have uh, much so we have to make up everything yeah to get the, creative right you gotta create you gotta, what were some what were some things make a slingshot uh, what, what were some things you did to to get by in Italy what, what what were some things you you had to come up with things that you had to do uh to to stay, um, what were some things that you had to create out there? Well, I did a like slingshot. I was able to shoot a bird. You were able to shoot a bird with a slingshot you made? Yeah. Jesus was, Christ. And, uh, yeah, I was uh, shoot a, a rabbit. And I was a jackrabbit. And I used to make a from a piece of wood, make a fork, a big Alaska band. I used to cut from an old uh, tire. Uh, Tube, really, and make a ladder in the end. The time good. Back when tires had tubes in them. But you, you had a, you had probably a jar, you know, uh, those jar you you pickling. Mm-hmm. Like you, a, you you break it. Yeah, you shot it. Well, yeah, if it could kill Boom. a jackrabbit, I think it would be able to hit a jar. I got to hit it right. You got to hit it in the head. It was beautiful going back to Italy, wasn't it? Oh yeah. What was uh, what was your favorite part when you went back? When we went back. Uh, when nah. we went on family, yeah, when we get family vacation, we went a few years ago. Probably the best one when we went over there. What do we used to leave it all the time? That was mad. It, <clears> that <throat> was really beautiful to see. That's it beautiful. made me appreciate how hard you guys had to work to just live out there. Oh yeah. The the stream, the stream that you had to wa- walk to just to get your water, right? Because yeah. your place didn't have water. We don't have no water. Not having no light that time and no water. No Nothing. Light. And when now I, it is. Yeah. But- when I went down there, I did it myself just to see what the path was like. And like you had to walk straight up a hill, just you know, with your straight down a hill to go to go to the stream and back up a hill for your water, right? Yes. That's just well, we had the other the other turn around. The water come from the top, I man. That's not all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it. What kind of stuff did you grow out on the farm in Italy? We got everything you eat over here. Everything. Everything. We had more than here because we had a. A lot of different plants. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a chair. We had a pitch. We had a Nespoli. I don't know what the Nespoli called. I don't see him over here. Nespoli was just something you ate back in Italy that you don't... Yeah, it's it's a fruit tree. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's it's tough to grow fruit over here, right? Yeah. This has got to be more of Florida, California. Yeah, yeah. Like a tr- more tropical... Arizona. More tropical Sky, and hot tropical. environment. Yeah. Well, we were doing good uh, everything. Potatoes, uh, beans, uh, fennel... Uh, you name oh, uh, we were make uh, the we had a vinery. Uh, with from the vinery, we, we at the big money we, we you sell sell the wine to the people. Really, but I we, yeah, but we I think I told you before, uh, but we not sell about the liter. We sell like we know 
the neighbor, okay, he, he wants like uh, 20 liter, 30 liter, and we we sell fast. So you've been making wine your entire All life. All life. You never, you, every single fall your whole life you've been making wine. All the time. And you make the wine and then uh, you have to bring it to the town. You know, the town was not too far away. And then they got the place, like the city hall, they have a tester, they test the wine. Mm -hmm. And the wine is, okay, 12% or whatever, or 10%. And they say, okay, you can sell this wine, uh, save to you, uh, $20, uh, $20 a bottle or $15 a bottle, it's up to you. But you can sell up to $20 a bottle. They give it the, the high, but you can go less, whatever you want it. They, they they were limiting how much you could sell it for? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, more or less, they told you, okay, um, uh, you got to sell uh, 500 liter, mm -hmm. and you got to pay so much. You get, it's like tax. Yeah. So, okay, you sell a 500 liter, maybe you have to pay like How 10. much were you guys making? Like, how many how many liters? I don't remember. Quite a bit. Maybe... Uh, how big were the were the, were the the vine, the grape fields? I didn't, I didn't know how much you were growing it out was there. Like, not a lot. Maybe... Uh, uh, I say maybe five six acre. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we used to have the the thing we put the wine. We make a little hole in the front of the barrel, cause uh, chestnut barrel. And one porch can go right inside. That's a big, a big the barrel. That's a big ass barrel. Big, Although big. Italians aren't that big, so you know maybe maybe it was maybe it was tiny, but it was big. It was yeah. uh, probably six feet tall, but five feet wide. You can put a lot of a lot of wine in there. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And you still, I mean, to this day, you're still making it. And you never looked up anything. It's just old, an old recipe passed down, right? That's all the recipe, not change. You guys don't, do you even know where your recipe came from? The original from uh, my grand, grand grandfather. Yeah. My grandfather, my, my grandfather, he was blind. Originally was over here from USA. Then, uh, and uh, when he was like, uh, 25, 26, the factory got an explosion. He lost, lost his eyes. He, he, so so my, 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 gr my great-grandfather. Yeah, your um, great-grandfather. My great-grandfather. Okay, so he, he got blinded in a factory accident in the USA or? USA. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Wait, was he born in America? Uh, born, yeah. He was what an American citizen. My, uh, gra your grand-grandfather's American citizen. And your grandfather... Automatic, it was an Italy become a citizen. Like me, I have to go to school study. Yeah. My, my father, you know, you know, I have to study. Just automatically, American citizen. No shit. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that's how how it happened. Well, we never check how much gonna talk. But then uh, he he did uh, went in Italy, get married, blind, and uh, still I uh, got my father, my, uh, my uncle, some aunts. But he was make the wine. He was making the wine blind. I remember, I see everything. The wine was come, uh, like we had a trench, it goes in a big tub, uh, concrete, and America go over there, from there, pick it up, we hope him out, and we do that. My grandfather was so unbelievable. He's a blind, and with, uh, with a gun, with a pistol, he was able because he, he did the army in the USA. He was in the uh, the uh, the American yeah. army. He's an African. If you look at the the history, you see John Senza. No yeah. shit. Yeah, John Senza. So, my my grand uh, gr uh, grandfather used to say, point the 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 shovel, put the shovel. It's okay. So fifteen feet away from you, right in front of you, four feet high. He shoot a pistol. He hit it. He hit the shovel. Holy shit! The, he, he was able to. He so he hit a shovel from fifteen feet away, blind. With yeah. a with a, he shot it with a pistol accurately. And my my grandpa, he was uh, blind. He always carried a gun. <laughs> what the fuck? Swear to God. My great grandfather always carried a gun on him, blind. He knows to use it. That's fucking great. How did I never know that? Swear to God, uh, Stefano. Oh he my know, God. He knows to shoot the gun. <laughs> and uh, if you point me in a direction, yeah. he, he shoot the gun. Holy shit. Not a heavy gun. He don't carry a heavy gun. He had like a 
25 millimeter, small, yeah. small gun. Yeah. You kill him. Uh, only two shot. You see that daring gun? Oh, a Derringer. He was carrying a Derringer. My blind great grandfather used to carry a Derringer with him all the time. Two Holy shot. shit. Two no, shot. no wonder. We, I, I never knew this shit about my uh, my lineage. That's fun. It it says a lot about uh, how we're all such. The Sanzos are weird people. You know, we're 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 mm. different. That's uh that's an eccentric man to be blind carrying around a Derringer. That sounds like a movie character. He mm. sounds like something out of a Clint Eastwood movie. My, my, Some uh, blind Italian dude with a Derringer. My 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 grandpa. He wanna know a kid. He, I was young. I was like fifteen. I take yeah. him to the town. Yeah. I go with him. Right. He always give me the money. He have to carry the gun. Then he always uh, tip me. But he knows uh, what's uh, nickel, dime, juice by touching. Mm-hmm. He used to give me like, uh, let's say, give me a half dollar mm-hmm. for the day. Yeah. He knows exactly what it he would give you the exact right change every time. No, the no, exact no. right uh, amount. He figured, okay, I got it. Just oh, by feel. Okay, cento lire, Vito. Here, cento lire per te. So, so. Oh, look. No, no. Some of my listeners might not remember. So, yeah, before Italy switched to the euro, uh, their, the money, they, the currency they used was called the lira, right? Lira? Lira, yeah. Lira. Yeah, so that's what he was saying. Uh, but he was told me, here, Vito, cento lire, like. Here, Vito, a one error for you. Mm-hmm. And I uh, say, my mind, I know, I, I, usually I was quiet that time. Not like, not talking. You used to be quiet? Get the fuck out of here. I was shy, quiet, until I got like uh, a little overthrown. Then I started. But he, I, and I say, my mind, how the hell uh, he knows he give me an euro? But he used to grab it. He always has had a handful of money. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a money. And he knows uh, one euro. You know, uh, the pepper, like a dollar, yeah, five dollar. He knew it by touch. I don't know how, but he knows. He Holy knows. shit. He knows by touch. And he always had, by my grandpa, he always had money. That's fascinating. He had no money because from USA, he got, he got a blind. So he did. He got a good pension. He went back to Italy. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, no shit. So. Uh, I got a pension, an old, and a tw- 26, I think. So he, he was the first to immigrate to America. He was here, but uh, but I'm he saying, he born here, born in America. Okay, so but well, I don't know how far we go, go back, back in America. And they didn't want to go back in Italy. Okay, they want to go just go back in Italy. Yeah, See, with a pension. Yeah, that's I mean it. that's it's a beautiful place to live if you don't have to work work too too hard. And you see what you 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 saw. It was um I've described it before. It was like I mean you didn't have a lot of money over there, but you had my grandfather. Yeah, he he had it quite a bit. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I really had no idea. He had a property everywhere, so he he, he was able. He had a nine kids. Everybody to give a piece of land. Like Holy we, shit! We had the piece of land. What do you think we got the piece of land? That's for my grandfather. I never knew any of that stuff. So he gave a piece over here for Lario, piece for Giuseppe. So he split. He buy a lot of land. Mm-hmm. He had a land everywhere. So, so he had nine properties in Italy. You say. Maybe more? More, more. Oh, man. So he keep on buying, keep on buying. He was, he was uh, real rich. Uh, there were poor people over there. Yeah. There were some poor people. Right. Like barely have a, a food at a table. Uh, my grandfather, he used to say, okay, let's say you, Stefano. Yeah. You got this little piece of land over there, but you don't have no money to buy like one cow. Mm-hmm. You need a cow to get the milk. Yeah. And maybe have a calf. Mm-hmm. Start and make some money. Yeah. So okay, I buy you the cow for you. You take care of him. I buy for you, and then one we sell the gaff. You give me like a quarter, you know, a third. Yeah, a third. Let's yeah. Say he sell it for thousand dollar. Oh, he give me two hundred dollar for the cow. Uh, maybe ten percent for the milk, whatever he sell. Yeah. So he used he used to do that. Buy the cow for you. Buy the, the cow for that. He want to make money. So he was a good businessman too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And then in the auction, one of the cow was old. They go sell it on a butcher shop. Yeah. They had a bull, uh, a gap. They go bring a seller, split the money. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had no, I, I had no idea about any of this stuff. Well, I never it's asked. tough to split, split to you everything, but 
Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't always come up. I mean, because normally you're just talking about your fishing and hunting conversations. I want people to get a a little bit of that too. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, and then when we come uh, over here in USA, the first year was tough for me, very tough. Talk about it. Well, because I miss Italy. I was I wasn't. I wasn't how, how old are you at this 19. point? Nineteen. You're nineteen years old. You come to a country. You don't speak a lick of English. Not a zero. zero. So go go ah uh, tough. I don't want to school over in USA. And then little by little, I learned after one year. Uh, I started to learn a little bit. Uh, day by day, things get better. And now I'm here. Look like I'm, uh, look like I'm, I'm here in this country. I'm born here. I don't want to say, that's it. You don't want to say what? I'm in America. You're an American, yeah. I'm, I'm, even if I'd be a millionaire, and I'd go back in Italy. I'll stay here because I like what is over here. You hear that, guys? I, I enjoy. I enjoy what what we got. You enjoy. You enjoy this country, right? I it's enjoy a, this country. It is a beautiful country, and Italy's nice to visit. It's beautiful. Yes, yeah, it's nice to visit. But we don't. We don't have. What do we have here? You like I say, opportunity. The opportunity. I want to go hunt. I'm gonna go fishing. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. You got the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So I, lo- uh, I love this country. You do. That's I, beautiful to hear, Baba. Because I, I think uh, I don't think a lot of people hear it from. From immigrants, there's a lot of a lot of sentiments. You know, people will 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 criticize America a lot, but you oh, know, yeah. and they go to vacation in Italy, but they go to the tourist spots. They don't see what the country's really like. You know, everyone just assumes that uh, all all these places are are perfect, but it's it's got its problems over there. I went back to your town; it was beautiful. It's you know, beautiful. We, but yeah. there ain't shit happening there, Papa. I know. To this day, it looks like almost like how you left it. You know what I mean? Like it's I not, know. not much change. Not much is changing. They don't grow. They don't. You know, they, their bridges and shit fall. Roads falling apart. I know. You know? I had this guy uh, about four years ago, and he goes, "How long you been in the USA?" Uh, he asked me. Oh, I've been over here a little over thirty years. I buy. I say, "I buy you." I ask him. Oh. 40 years in jail. I said, what do you mean a 40 years in jail? Yeah, I'll be over here 40 years, like a jail. What the hell are you doing here? Go back in Italy. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> That's told. what you told him to go back uh, to Italy. Yeah. I told him, go back. What do you tell you doing here if you are, you are in jail? Right, yeah, nobody's, nobody's holding I him I said, you, you work. Yeah. You got everything you want. What do you, what do you expect? Yeah. What do you want? Uh, That's it. Yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, he, he he doesn't realize how good he has it. Uh, uh, he doesn't realize how good he has it over here, is what you're saying. Right. He thinks like, oh, I'm pushed over here, like somebody pushed me. Hey, go back. Yeah, seriously, go back to Italy if it's so what much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fucking funny, man. But uh, that's beautiful. So, so you, 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 you love being in this country, but it was tough at first, right? Yeah, what were some of the things you had to overcome, like coming to the country? You didn't speak the language. No. How did you get hooked? So you wound up being a stonemason, master stonemason. But you, no, that wasn't I, your I first. I don't know what I, exactly I was doing when I was uh, 19 years old. I was in Italy. I was wo- work a little bit already. And What were some of the jobs you did? Huh? What were some of the jobs you did from Italy up until uh, coming to this country? I did other jobs. Talk about them. Just like, what, what, what jobs? Uh, I did, uh, I did a butch, uh, butch uh, deer in the side. I work in a pizza place a part-time. Mm-hmm. I work in a restaurant part-time. I had my full-time job. And still, I was doing my side job in a weekend. So uh, so you were also a barber, too, right? You, no, you I needed I went for a barber. I went for two years. You, yeah. cut, you cut hair for a little while? No, no hair. I, know, I never cut it. I did the shave. Uh-huh. I shaved a couple of people. I remember the first time I cut the the boss. You cut your boss first. That's first time I. Uh, well, over there you got the real razor. Yeah, the straight razor blade. No, not with this thing that put a, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real one. They can uh-huh. cut you bad. Oh yeah. So first time I cut, I, I did a, I did a bit of him. I did a little cut, not a big cut, but it was not panic. It's okay, yeah. you'll be okay. So uh, then how- he showed me how the angle and a balloon. He showed me the balloon, like. Oh, how to shave a balloon? Well, like you, sp- you. With a razor, you're supposed to hit the balloon and, and not blow out the balloon. Yeah. That's why you get good, good, real yeah. good. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Heavyweights, but he, the, there's a part where, where uh, one of the kids does that. He, he proves that he's so good at shaving because he, he was able to shave a balloon. But, yeah, that's, that's the way that if you, oh, yeah. if, you, if you could shave a balloon without popping it, you're, you know, you're, you're gonna, you could not cut it. The somebody. angle is extremely uh, 
to make a sense. Same thing with a knife. You know my knife. How oh, yeah. sharp they are. Oh, yeah. No, the my, angle. My father will turn any knife into a razor blade. Uh, you can no, do, I got the tools, you know. Yeah. Do, you, know. you just do it with a stone. Yeah, I do the stone. I do everything, what it takes. But I never bring a knife to the place to sharpen. I do my own. Yeah. I yeah. was I, I was like giving you a knife, uh a knife or, or some kind of blade. You always bring it back. Almost almost dangerous. Almost too sharp. You gotta you gotta put so, it in a sheath. Yeah. You put them in a nail, you're supposed to block it. And you put a knife in a nail and you're not supposed to slide. It's not supposed to slide when you put it on your nail. No. It's gotta lock it. Like I Oh, glue. okay, okay. So you put the blade up to your nail and you place it and it's so sharp that it it creates a groove in the nail. That's, when That's how you know you have a sharp knife. I've never heard that one. Oh, I, tell you, I thought I did. No, nah, I've never seen that one. You show me the paper trick. You yeah. put the blade down on the oh, paper. Oh, you put and a just... newspaper like one shot. Zoom. Yeah, he'll sli- he'll t- you, you, you put the blade up to a newspaper and you slice it with, with no resistance. That's when you know it's sharp. Yeah. Uh, you also like cooking. You like, you like, uh, uh, you're, 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 you're just as creative in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. But you never, you were never like, when you worked in a restaurant, were you like a chef? What were you doing there? Well, I was like uh, a ch- uh, kitchen helper. I was prepare, mm-hmm. prepare the dough. In the meantime, like somebody told me, make me a salt and pepper mm-hmm. grinder. Is that why you always cook so fast now? That's what I'm you fast. love cooking fast. I'm you, fast. You take, you take, oh, got to be quick. You take a lot of pride in, in how fast you could put up a meal. I can make a salt and pepper with the, uh, I say four minutes. <laughs> Possible. Four minutes. You, you know. Sausages and peppers in four minutes? Wow, well, it's everything's ready. So you once know. you so the prep well, is, you gotta cut the bread, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, put the meatball or sausage, put the cheese, throw in the oven. Mm-hmm. You know, about four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. I used to make the salad. I used to make uh squingeal salad. Squingeely salad, yeah. Squingeal salad. And never forget, I don't wanna say that when I work one place in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, go Vero, go Vero. I was opening the clams so fast. I mean, I opened the clams so fast. I mean, fast. <laughs> and that guy, the brother of Vero, go. Give a challenge for him. Who, who, lots of beer or something, like $10. Who opened the first 12? So who's whoever the, whoever could open who, 12 clams the fastest. The, who finished first? Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to embarrass the boss. <laughs> But he was the boss, the yeah, owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chef. Yeah. So you, you, if, you were so confident in yourself, you knew you were going to embarrass know, him. Oh, I know. I beat it. Yeah. I don't want to do it because I don't want to make him embarrassed. Go out like a friend. But the brother of Savita, go, go. So they pushed me. I said, mm-hmm. all right, I got to do it. So start it. Start it. Nine. He was a nine. I'm 12 already. Holy shit. I beat him. I, oh, he, he congratulated with me. So yeah. He, you quick. You Oh yeah. Yeah. I learned that over there I learned the clams. But mm-hmm. a lot of time when we go one bush uh, half a bushel of clams one night, you somebody call uh you gotta order for clams, you gotta be quick. Yeah. You can stay three hours and open the clams, mm-hmm. you know. So open it quick. Because time is money. You yeah. can't but I was cook a little bit, to make whatever, zupa de pesh, uh, all that. I was I was I was uh, kitchen hopper. Yeah. Make the the dough. Mm-hmm. I want the mushrooms to make the dough. Now you see, I make the bread, right? Oh yeah, you, you love see, making bread now. I take a challenge. Uh-huh. They can beat me. Take I, a, I know. They take, can. Who can't beat you? Somebody want to say I gotta beat you. Bake the bread. Make the bread. I know I beat him. So you're you're you're, you're putting the challenge out. You say you you'll beat anybody in bread making. I I could. You do make some really good bread, Baba. I know what to do with the bread. Yeah. You told me what style you want. You want a ciabatta. You want a softer bread? I can do it. <laughs> I know how to write the, the, the... And that's, again, it's not... See, like, my generation, we all learn from the internet. We go on YouTube. You just know all this stuff. I know about YouTube. You just, you just... It's this just, come from me, really, because yeah. we got to have the bread. We don't buy no bread over there. Right. So you I had flour and water. I was learning Italy already. Then I, I got a little more tip over here. But uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you would just... Uh, you, so so all the stuff you that you know how to do it was just out of necessity. Like you also pickle too. Pickle. Oh, yeah. oh look, I'm pepper. Oh, look, I'm I make my own uh, my own sauce from my yard. I got a big garden. Mm-hmm. I just put up a uh, two hundred pepper plant, one hundred tomato plant, <laughs> one hundred tony garlic, and the herb. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to say the herb because the herb there be a thousand and thousand. Yeah, you yeah. love garden. You stay out there all day, right? 
Yeah, I love it. Uh, that's to me, garden. It's not a work. It's a, like a therapy. I love it to see oh. every day, like like one of the sun, the sunrise, a sunset. I love it to see the sunrise, sunset. Yeah. At the garden, for me, it's the same. I, I see it day per day. You know. Same with the chickens too. It's part of it. Yeah. You I just like the having them there. Yeah. Got an egg, a fresh egg. Yeah. I got my chicken, they go over there, they're singing, you know. Got one rooster, that's it. But like I say, I love it to see the sunrise, the sunset. You love, love, all right, so so that's actually nice. All right, so you like seeing the sunrise and sunset. That's part of your day. You like, you, you, I you, love it. You, that's, that's just one of your simple pleasures. Special when I see the full moon, sunrise. I love that. You love going from the full moon to the... What is full moon at the sunrise? Is that why you yeah. wake up? Because you do wake up crazy early and still get to bed pretty late. You, 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 so you, so you, it, that goes back to the f- farming days. You just work with the sun. Yeah. That's that, all it is. Sunrise to sunset. Yeah. We, we learn like that. We usually take a little rest in the middle of the day. If you know it's a sunrise to sunset, it's something I like. I love it to see the, the tree. The tree, like, you know, that way they start to uh, get green. Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, it start to get brown until they fall. Uh, There's nothing that. like a sunrise in the woods, right? Nothing it's like different. Nothing. It's different. When you, when you get into the woods in the dark, you know, it's, it's just like if you went at 10 o'clock at night. When you go, like, you, get, you get in what, like 4 or five, 5 in the morning, right? Well, I usually I got in the woods uh, one and a half hours before the sunrise. Yeah, so, so now, but it's dark. It's, I, oh. it's, it's, it's dark, dark when it's you get dark. in. It's dark. Well, if you got a full moon, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I put it a light just to get somebody else around. If you know, like you can see like a daylight. Yeah, your your eyes adjust. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The uh, the the. Your, I do your, for safety. I put it a light. Yeah, it, but if if but there's a good chance at that time, you know, you, nobody's gonna be in the woods. Yeah. But yeah, walking under the moonlight. Uh, it's beautiful. There's there's no there's no way to describe it. Walking under the moonlight in the woods, and then when you get to watch the sunrise come up. In the woods, you're just seeing it from a different angle. Normally, when you walk through the woods, you go for a hike or something like that. It's in the middle of the day. You don't get to see that change, right? But you yeah. app- And you appreciate it so much. I just love it. Yeah. just love it. Let's see. So you're looking forward to Father's Day? Yeah. We got to go over to Hilario, your brother. How much do you love seeing your grandkids? I love it. They're my niece and nephew, too, guys. I so. like when uh, you guys were little. little. Mm-hmm. But I've, I'm sorry, Stefano. <laughs> But now my my grandkids I love more than what I love you guys. Jesus Christ, dude! You I can't believe you tell us. Sorry, I gotta say. No, it's not. I know. I know that because you you weren't very playful when we were kids. That's not your thing. You you most with us. You we mostly just work with you. You I don't I don't remember any times you go. I love you. Um. Oh, none to me. No, I just say that. But I I know. I just sleep with Larry in the crib. Yeah, that's my oldest brother. You didn't do that with me. (laughs) I did something. I just don't remember what I did. (laughs) I'm sure I did something. I take it. Two years old and take your eyes fishing. I know it was fun. It was fun. So, yeah. but the grandkids, right? They're they're like the joy of your life. Yeah, I, I see. I see the way you act with them. You you. Uh, I love them. And I, I never seen you act like that with anyone before. It's 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 you got a lot of love for them. The thing is, I want to tell you what it is too, uh, Stefano. One of you burn a lot of Stefano. I had a two job. There's also Gatano. Don't forget your middle son. Gatano. How much time I have in my hand? Not, Not a much. lot. You worked your ass off, dude. I, how much time I got in my hand now? A lot. That's a good point. No, that's a very good that's point. You're right. right. I'm more relaxed. You did. Re- was, you have relaxed a lot, man. But by I, you, I had a lot of pressure. I, I honestly, I love you so much more now than I did growing up. Because <laughs> yeah, you were stressed out, and yeah. and and yeah, it's stressed out, be, beaten up. Stone masonry is probably one of the most badass jobs you could do. Uh, for me, I love it. You love it, but I'm saying it's 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 tough labor and, oh, and, yeah, and, and it is. yeah. It so is. so you're yeah. so you're beat up at the end of the day, and it is nice to see you finally relax a little bit and enjoy enjoy your retirement. You know, it's it's um yeah. You know, it it's funny how uh you used to have a, a little bit worse of a temper. It's way it's way better now, right? Oh yeah, and I'm a more calm. Relax. Yeah, I mean, what do you have to complain about anyway? Retirement's you you do everything you love in retirement, no? Oh, I see a little fish hunt. I got a little. Little something, I do it. Uh, if you know, usually uh, that's what I told the people. I'm a uh, full time hunter, fisherman, <laughs> little part time uh, working. 
It's good. But I pen- yeah. For do you have any advice for people who uh who maybe they don't have a lot of hobbies? Like how do, like people that don't have a uh, a lot of hobby, you can get a hobby. First hobby, uh, uh, I say, never mind sleep to nine, ten, nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Get up early, see the sunrise, get your you life going, you get your spirit going, get a little power in your body. But you sleep, you'll be like, not good. So you get up, then when you get up, you figure what I gotta do, what I gotta do. All right, maybe I go fishing. Maybe if you don't like uh, fishing, you try. If you don't like, maybe I go hiking. Uh, do something. Stay, you know. stay busy. Try stay things. Be, stay, stay busy. And don't just don't just sleep in every day. There's a no, lot of life no. to live. Like the garden. All right. Try and make a little garden. A lot of people say garden is too much work. It's not too much work. It's very a uh, relaxed therapy. Because you see the plant, you got the nice veggie. It's just beautiful. Yeah. So that's what you want to do. If you don't have no hobby at all, start with a little garden. You don't have to make a big like mine, <laughs> 20 by 100. Just make a little 4 by 8, a little something. Plant some little basil, a couple of plant tomatoes, a couple of hot pepper, if you like, or sweet pepper. Start with a little one like that. And then if you don't know how, you can always uh, Google it. They're going to tell you. What to do? Mm-hmm. So, 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 try something. Try things out. And I, I, do, I got a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. I started in February, right? Yeah. Put on my seat. Yeah. So I got That's my a, greenhouse. Yeah, yeah. You get a head start on gardening because you, you, uh, you, you start everything in your. I don't buy no plan. I make it my own. Oh, that's impressive. For the greenhouse, you know, I got a bailey. It's a uh, six feet tall. I got a rosemary. Mm-hmm. You know, those herbs, they make the food too, you know. Yeah. So the barely is beautiful plant to have it. Right. So, yeah, that's it. I got a fig, fig tree, the little pain, but until I got the power, until I got you, you, until I got you, you bring them in and out. Those I'm fig okay. trees have been the bane of my existence my whole life. You have had me lug them back and forth, in and out of greenhouses, in and out of sheds for. Every year, every year, these these and they only get bigger. These guys, these aren't these aren't fig plants. They are fig trees that he keeps that's, in pots. They're that's they're eight feet tall. Eight foot tall plants. They need a lot of dirt and they are heavy as hell. And I've always been the mule of the family. So two hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah. Please. So I'm always the one to lug these things around. But um Yeah, I, I do it. It's my dad. I always you know, any, anything you ask for, I do. But uh okay. So I do wanna I, I do wanna start closing this up, but just leave so that was like a piece of advice, but You've you've lived a long, I would say, happy life. A lot of yeah. cool shit in your life, Papa. I had I had uh, my life. I had a little problem. But I'm good. I'm here. I'm yeah, good. good. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. you're and you're and you're happy happy to be here still. And I'm happy to be here. I had a good life. I don't say nah. I had three kids. I got a beautiful wife, very nice wife. And uh, what else can I look? I got a true three three son. I got two grands, uh, one grandson, one granddaughter. I got uh, my daughter and my two daughter-in-law. They're super. And that's it. What else can I look? It's nice. It's nice. So I, I wanted you, uh, I tell all my listeners, I call it speaking something into infinity. But what, it, what I mean by it is just something to leave people by. Vito Sanzo, you know, you're, you, 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 you've, you've been around a while. You've got a lot of things to say. Just a little piece to, for them to remember you by. Well, don't look at me like you like I'm crazy. What do you mean? Uh, something to just just I, just something to end the conversation with, Papa. All right, uh, that's it. We done. We say I say what uh, what I have to say. So, you people have a good day. Uh, hopefully, you get a you know have a hobby. Just get a one, and that's it. And make. Uh, don't forget see the sunrise. Don't don't forget to see the sunrise, guys. That's that's Get actually up. that's a really good one to end on. Don't, don't sleep out to nine ten. Even if I have a party and sometime at night, we stay late one uh twelve one o'clock. I still I get up. Maybe I get up at three. Maybe I get up at six. But sometime 
if I really go, I remember in the past, I went to sleep like uh, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. We had a big party in the family. And I got up in the morning, it's like 9 o'clock. I go in the backyard. I said, Jesus Christ, I missed the half a day. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. So you don't you you, you don't want to waste any time. You no. just want to get out there and live. That's yeah. good, Papa. All right. Um. Well, you don't have any social media to plug, so you don't have to worry about it. But uh, I did. Uh, on an ending note, just want to say, um, you guys could uh follow me. Uh, of course, at Stephabro ninety three on Instagram. You could follow me uh, at Stephabro ninety three on TikTok. Uh, good enough podcast on Instagram. And of course, we are selling the water bottles, so those are available for anybody. Uh, I've been selling a few. Uh, one of my listeners uh, out in Kansas bought a couple. Really appreciate that, uh, Steve. And uh, yeah, they're moving pretty well. But uh, but bah, on a personal note, I just want to say I love you. I love uh, you a lot. I appreciate you a lot and everything you've taught me over my life. I, I hope to one day be half the man that you have been able to be. You've set in very huge standard, very huge examples for me to follow. And I uh, just want to wish you a happy Father's Day. And I'm really glad you. I'm really glad to have this, some, something fun to listen, listen in on in the future. And I'm glad my listeners got to get a little little peek into how, who, who raised me. Well, I love you too, Stefano, my son. And uh, you and I have a man. You're going to be a fool, man. <laughs> You'll be like dad. And that's it. That's all I can say. I love it, Papa. You got all the right. power? I think so. <laughs> and you, you know, you're a smart kid. And I love you. I love you too, Papa. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Nice, Papa. Yeah, we're all done. I did okay. You did great, Papa. But you're not explaining to me nothing. I didn't need to explain I said, my, anything, I said to mommy, oh, kiddos, we're doing the television. Yeah. What the fuck?